And welcome to Screen Share, a movie podcast about finding a golden ticket in a little chocolate bar <laughs> and a bunch of adults swarming around you trying to steal it and offer you money for it. Yeah. My name's Calder. And my name's Adam. And today we're talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 1971. And to really get ourselves in the mood... Abim and I are each going to have a little <laughs> shot of a Reese's Pieces. I don't know how so good an idea this is. We're going to take them. Here, this, this isn't Wonka brand, though, is it? It's well, they don't sell Wonka brand. Maybe we could talk about that later, Hershey. but they're absolutely fumbling the bag by not actually selling Wonka candies in the real world. They used to. Yeah, they, do it, they did it for the promotion for like... The f- new one that came out, but then they stopped. No, I feel like I still see once in a while I see a chocolate bar that says Wonka on it. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Where? Candy stores. Interesting. Anyway, we, <sighs> I, I, we went to the convenience store the other day. I got a bag full of little bags of Reese's Pieces. Yeah, Adam said, fuck the air. like a bulk fuck deal. F- fuck garbage. Fuck recycling. I'm going to ruin everything. I'm going to make sure my kids wake up next to a bag of Reese's while they live in a tent because the earth's burning. Um, so I was eating some of them last night and Calder got upset at me for taking them like shots because I did their cheers? little bags. I'd, we're cheersing. Here's us cheersing. Uh, and now we do a little shot a shot of these Reese's. There you do beers. one. <laughs> Down the hatch. And I ate too many of these last night. Had a bad morning. Woke up, had a bad morning. Every morning where your eyes open is a bad morning. Thanks, man. You're welcome. So this is continuing the month of remakes. Last week we did the first, or the original Karate Kid. (laughs) Hooah! Karate noise. Yeah. And, uh... This week we're doing the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is Calder's pick. Yeah, uh, based on the Roald Dahl book. <laughs> Little known fact about Roald Dahl: absolutely horrendous man. Really? Oh yeah, racist, sexist, anti-Semite. Nice. Well, I found a little factoid that the Oompa Loompas in the original book were drawn to be African pygmies. Yikes. But now they're just little orange guys. <laughs> now they're just little goofy. They're just little orange guys now in this what, one. What are the guys from uh, Wizard of Oz? The flying monkeys? No, the like munch- munchkins? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they l- basically just look like the munchkins. <clears throat> yeah, sure. I think. Um, but uh, this movie is <laughs> interesting to say the least. It doesn't really take a lot from the source material. Mm. Well, it I shouldn't say that. It's not very accurate to the source material in terms of, like, the plot. Which is interesting, because Roald Dahl did the screenplay for this movie. I did some research while we were watching it. He didn't, actually. He wrote an outline, and then an actual screenplay writer wrote the script. But he was still credited as mm-hmm. a screenplay. Because they agreed play. that he could write it and get the credit, and then he didn't write it but got the credit. Interesting. Um... But then that other guy was promised like his next movie would get made by Paramount. Oh, because okay. he didn't get the credit. So a little backdoor deal, <laughs> a little James Harden at the back Sixers. Backdoor deal. <laughs> um, 
But this movie is a lot more like... Like, the Tim Burton one that we'll watch in two weeks mm. is a lot closer to the source material. Even, like, a lot of the designs. Okay. Um, and, like, there's some backstory stuff that's also a lot closer to the source material. Um, but I think this movie's pretty fun mm-hmm. in general. Um, yeah. It really kicks into gear once you get Gene Wilder in there. Oh, yeah. Um, but then I'm also kind of, like underwhelmed by a lot of the chocolate factory stuff if i'm being completely honest so let's talk about it sure (laughs) let's talk about it so the movie opens charlie bucket (laughs) good last name poor he eats cabbage soup he has he has four grandparents living in one bed for 20 years (laughs) yeah grandpa joe has not left the bed in 20 years well because like here's the thing the floor is just too damn cold for it (laughs) yeah maybe i'd get out of the bed if the Ground wasn't cold. Get hey, heated floors, you stupid bitch. Or saying to put his on daughter, a pair of socks. I think he has a pair of socks on though. But like the like his daughter's such a poor, like such a greedy little wench that she won't even buy him like wool socks. <laughs> so she's working at like a like a clothes wash. Like she washes clothes, like a laundromat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but, she also does all of the housework. Yeah, for. A child and four old people. And Charlie Bucket also does work. He has a little paper route. Yeah. Um, but some say they're working Charlie too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I say to that, you can never work a child too hard. Interesting. What? Um, Make them like... Here's the thing. Animals, their babies have to live right away. You know? Their baby's got to get into the wild right away. They got to walk right away. Humans? No. Let's change that. Interesting. Put babies to work. I don't know if all animals walk right away. Literally every single animal that's ever existed walks as soon as it's born. You ever seen Bambi? Yeah, that bitch walks. Yeah, after a bit. Yeah, not good, but she walks. Bambi's a boy. Oh, really? Yep. Watched it recently. Hmm. Why? Why is Bambi a boy? No, why'd you watch it recently? Because Olivia it recently. and I were like, let's watch a movie, and we agreed on Bambi. I don't that's know, weird. man. What? <laughs> that's weird. What do you mean yeah. that's weird? That's like actual like psychopath behavior. I actually like... <laughs> I think I should probably leave now. Oh, Adam. Can I go? He doesn't want to do this bit with me. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Well, what was the bit you're leaving? Yeah, but you're trying to stop. Okay, me. bye bye. No, it's too late. Oh, okay. Um, so this movie's called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, a change from the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple potential reasons for this change. Number one, the director said, "I think it's more likely that people will say I went and saw Willy Wonka than I went and saw Charlie." Mm. There was also another thing where like. Um, there's an old term because this came out in 1971. Mm-hmm. There's an old term for like slave owners to be called Mister Charlie, and they also in Vietnam apparently called the Viet Cong Charlies. Interesting. So then they were like, maybe we shouldn't put Charlie in the name, which is like <laughs> left wing woke propaganda. If you've ever seen it, no comment on that one. I just think that's weird that, like, in the Wikipedia page, it's like, 
It could be because maybe some people would think it's racist or because of Vietnam. <laughs> but the, it's most likely like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is just a better name. Here's the thing. I disagree. Really? <clears throat> I think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory rolls off the tongue a lot better than Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But also, like, Willy Wonka is the guy. Like, he's the movie. Yeah. So I get. I also and this get movie's it. a lot more about Willy Wonka than Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and that was one of the things, Roald Dahl, you know, not that I fucking care about his opinion, but he uh, disowned this movie because it focused a lot more on Willy Wonka. Hey, maybe if you wrote the screenplay, pal. And, and because of the plot deviations. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really like, hey, dude, do your fucking job, and then maybe it'd be the movie you wanted. Yeah. Um, but also, if it was about Charlie, not to disparage anyone in the movie, but like, Gene Wilder was better than anyone in this entire movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but... All that didn't really matter because it still did kind of bad at the box office. Really? Yeah. Cost three million, made four million. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that is pretty bad. I mean, I guess I don't really know what the box office was like in the seventies. I mean, Star Wars. This was before. Yeah, but that Star was like seventy-seven. Yeah, six years later, it was like pretty good, but it was kind of declining because there was a little bit kind of what we're going through now. And, like, what happened in the 80s where, like, people just got bored with the kind of movies they were making, but they were coming off more of, like, um, like, those, like, fantastical romance and, like, technicolor movies. Yeah. Um, rather than action movies, like, in the 80s going into the 90s or, like, I guess superhero movies yeah. right now. Um, but then what comes out of that are great innovators. George Lucas, Spielberg, Tarantino, Paul Thomas Anderson, Emma Seligman. Jeremy Irons. Why would he be related? Uh, you, we were just saying names. I just said the first one All that came to mind. From, I'm sure Jeremy Irons has directed something I'm in his sure life. I'm sure Jeremy Irons won't get a role after he butchered Alfred. Did he butcher Alfred? No, he was actually fine. He just wore a vest and it was kind of weird. You're really like... Giving me a bad vibe right now. <laughs> Am I actually? You're giving me like Willy Wonka in his office at the end. You know what you're, you're giving me Charlie. right now? What? Willy Wonka on the boat. Which is like good. That's when he's sexy. I don't okay. know where we are going. I don't either because this is a free flowing conversation exchange of ideas. We're literally alive in the marketplace of ideas right now <laughs> and you don't have anything to offer. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me. You know what I think I'm going to do? What? You mm-hmm. talk about your next note. I'm going to quickly grab some water. I think that'll help my uh, my v- vibe i'll try but like i guess we could talk about the other casting potentials um there were a few listed names i didn't recognize so that's i'm not gonna say them because i don't think anyone that listens to this podcast will know them but if you want to look them up you can um but another potential casting was fred astaire Mm. Um, who was like really old by the time this movie was coming around not that gene wilder's like some young buck but um, I think he was just a little too old and also didn't really have like the menace that Gene Wilder does. 
because there's a pretty good amount of menace coming from our old boy Gene yeah. here. There's a bit of menace. There's a bit of mystery. There's a bit of what the heck is going on with this guy? Um, so Fred Astaire was one. Peter Sellers, who you know, Peter Played Sellers, Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. Huh? You say Peter Dinklage? No, I oh. didn't actually. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like talking to a guy who, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but hit his head and died. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> says it. Um, he's He played the original Pink Panther. Oh, okay. Um, he was also Cousteau. What's the murder on the Orient Express? He was like the first guy like the the detective the detective oh uh i forget what his name is it doesn't matter the thing is like kenneth Branagh has not made much of an impression so that character is not iconic <laughs> to people of our age <laughs> yeah sure ain't daniel craig um also all the monty python guys were interested in doing it in willy um, wonky yeah nice but apparently they weren't big enough which i guess makes sense like sure holy grail comes out seven years later kind of um, but Peter Sellers was like begging for the role. Didn't get it. Uh, and I don't know. They just kind of like were holding auditions. Gene Wilder came in and they were kind of like, oh, we found the guy. Yeah. And then he had, he also seemed very invested in the character. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned about him, like really wanting to do the somersault scene. Yeah. He like, <clears throat> he said he'd only sign on to the movie if for his introduction scene, he could walk out with a cane and with a limp and then lose his cane and then do a somersault jump thing. Mm -hmm. And he said he wanted to do that because that's your first impression of him and that kind of sets you off on this, like, expectation that you have no idea... Like, you feel like you can't really you can't trust, trust him. him. You yeah. don't really know what he's going to do or say or what his intentions are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a, that's a fine deal. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy we want. He just wants to do a somersault. <laughs> and also, but he also had notes on like the pants and the type of pants and the yeah. cut and the color of the jacket and how tall the hat was. And like, yeah. he had notes on all of this stuff, which I think probably makes it better because it's like a cohesive vision for the character. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he's like easily by far the best part of this yeah. movie. I do think there's like not enough there. of him. Yeah. Mm. Like not even that he does too little. I just think there's like a bit of a lack of depth. Well, it's kind of like we get to know Willy Wonka as like this mysterious kind of like almost conniving guy mm -hmm. but then we don't really get anything else we kind of just he's kind of that way throughout the movie and then at the end he's like it was a trick the whole time good job charlie you won and then the movie's over yeah so it's just like a little bit more of willy wonka as a person i feel like would benefit the movie have you seen the johnny depp one once long ago i think you're gonna be shockingly surprised okay i do know that there's like a bit where they go into some willy wonka backstory with christopher lee as his dentist dad <laughs> or something which i'm excited for but 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Gene Wilder like came out and was like pretty not in support of the Johnny Depp uh, Willy Won- or Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I don't know. I never heard about that. Um, I feel like he did like an interview where he's like, love Johnny Depp as an actor. He's a great actor. That is not Willy Wonka or something. And he like disagreed with the movie. Yeah, I think there's, there are like stark differences in the two types. Johnny Depp's a lot more like creepy. Mm. And also it's a Tim Burton movie. So like, of course, it just got a weird vibe to it. Um, but like, I, f- I feel like that happens almost every time that there's a remake of a famous movie where like, if it's, especially if it's a comedy there's like a weird thing where the guy's like, no, it's, it's done. This is how you do it. This is the only way you can do it. Yeah. I feel like there used to be a lot more actors like that, that are like, that would come out and be like, this way of doing this movie is wrong. Yeah. Like, it's like if Harrison Ford wasn't in Blade Runner 2049 and then, and then like, came forward and was like, that's not Blade Runner. And it's like, well, Although that's different because it was by the same director and whatever, but like no, it's not. Or sorry, not the same director. Different but like, director. But Ridley Scott was like involved. I probably right? anyway, and it was like a sequel. My point is like it. I feel like people don't really do that anymore. It's probably because they don't want to seem like difficult to work with or anything. I think they also just don't care. Yeah, because everything everything's getting remade. Or, this is a better example. It's like Christian Bale that didn't come forward and be like, Ben Affleck's Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman sucks. That's yeah. not Bruce Wayne. He's just like, cool that they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, good for them. But I feel like that used to happen a bit more. I'm trying yeah. to think of another example. I had one other example. Was it um, Was it um, Michael Jordan on LeBron Space Jam? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Michael Jordan said a word publicly about that. He was too busy film. doing his documentary. What's yeah. that thing called? The Last Dance. Yeah, there. I we still go. haven't watched that. I really want to. I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying I might. Okay. Man, fucking, th- what a fucking diva. I don't. You guys can't see this because we don't have video what for our podcast. But Calder is like fucking diva. He's writing on like a, a small whiteboard with a dry erase marker, and he's writing, "I will kill you he's after such an the pod." Fucking diva. Um, so if you're listening to this, I'm probably already it's dead. Like he's probably already killed Madonna me. He's like way stronger than I am, peak. so I have, really have no chance. He's like peak Madonna. Who's your favorite kid? Or are we getting into that later? We can try and get into that now. Mm, I like Augustus. I think there's just like something about him. He's got that it factor, you know? Yeah. I feel like, because obviously all the kids are bad. Yeah, bad people. Yeah, except Charlie. Rotten to their dirty little core. Yeah. I I do like at the end when Charlie's like, what's going to happen to the other kids? And Willy Wonka's like, don't worry, they'll go right back to their horrible selves. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) talking about children, but like, you're right. Amen, brother. Um... But, like, I do think out of the kids that are bad, I do think Augustus is the least bad kid. He's He's just a hungry guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's just got a big stomach. Like, obviously, Veruca's the worst. Mm -hmm. Like, she's the worst one. Mike TV, probably second. You think so? Yeah. I feel like he's just addicted to TV. Yeah, but he also 
pulled out a gun and said, bang, you're dead, as soon as he met Willy Wonka. I guess so. And he's getting a gun at, when he's 12. Yeah. And then who was the blueberry girl? A murderer. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge. Sure. Blueberry girl. I honestly felt like she was kind of like not that bad for most of the time. She just like doesn't like it when her dad enters salesman mode. Like Violet Beauregard. Right. I always forget her name. But like, I feel like she was fine throughout most of it, aside from like her caring so much about chewing gum longer than her friend. But like, she well, seems like a bit like she seems just like a little bit of a brat, but like not like a bad kid. Whereas Veruca's like, wow, that's a bad kid. Yeah, a bad egg. Yeah, she is a bad egg, actually. Like for real. Um, I think Mike TV and uh, Violet Beauregard are supposed to be like commentaries on like Americans because mm-hmm. they are the only American ones. Yeah. Um. Where, like, Mike TV is, like, this obsessed, entertainment obsessed. In the new one, he's, like, obsessed with video games. Yeah. Um, Violent kid. Um, And also, like, a piece of fucking garbage. (laughs) Is his name Mike Video Game in the new one? No. TVs are on... Video games on TV. I I know. I was... I was doing a little joke. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to do... And Violet is, like, the ultra-competitive, like... Don't want to say it out like scream it from the rooftops, but she's a capitalist. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Oompa Loompas do like a bunch of songs, which some of those song sequences are like weird to just be in the middle of the movie. Like they just go full black screen with like, <laughs> oh yeah, default text. I don't like any of the music really. The only. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of any of the music. Maybe, here's the thing, if none of the songs were in there, except for maybe Willy Wonka's initial song when they get into the Chocolate Factory, and it's like the world of imagination or whatever, like, that would then feel like a special thing, like, but most of the music I'm like, meh, especially the Oompa Loompa stuff, because it's basically the same song every time, but like, they do have a song about how ki- bad kids are bad because their parents are bad. And I, I feel like that kind of reflects on all of them. Like, Augustus is a, is a fat kid who eats a lot because his dad is so, like, gluttonous, I guess, that he ate a reporter's microphone. Yeah, but sometimes you, some, someone puts something in your face, you're chewing, you gotta bite it. Yeah. And then uh, Veruca... But that thing broke easily. Yeah. Well, yeah, he just n- nipped the top off. Um and then Veruca, her dad is just like willing to give her whatever she wants. But like, we don't really see much of Veruca's mom other than like one scene where she's just like talking to Veruca's dad and is like, you got to give her what she wants. While she's doing like her stitching or whatever, embroidering thing. I don't yeah. Know what that's called when they have that, the cloth in the circle. I think that's embroidery. Yeah. Or I, I think don't it's know. something that's... that like should probably not be happening anymore. <laughs> sure. I'm just like not into that. But then Violet's parents, Violet's dad is like the definition of like a salesman. So that's why she's like, like I've got to win. I've got to win. I've got to be competitive. Nuts. Yeah. And then uh, who else? Am I... you know oh, Mike those... TV. Yeah. Well, I, his dad's like, you'll get a gun. 
<laughs> I don't know. It just it's like very clear that the parents are the problem. The influences on the kids. With Charlie, honestly, I guess it's like her his mom. But like, yes. But Charlie's like literally nothing. I mean, he's just like default good boy. Yeah, he's NPC. I don't know if he's NPC. Charlie's NPC because he's like a very pure boy. Charlie's an NPC. I it's what I I say what I see and I see how I say it. And that is Charlie's an NPC. What did you think of when Mike TV was uh, uh, turned into a million tiny little pieces? I think I want to feel that. I also want to feel that. I want to know what it's like to get disassembled and put back together by a crazy chocolate man. The question is, though, is that little Mike TV really the same Mike TV that was before? Um, if there's a boat and you replace the planks with other planks as they get older... Is it the same boat in the end once all the planks have been replaced? Literally, I literally would never have thought about something so interesting and so cool unless I watched that one Marvel show. (laughs) Because I've never actually thought about something like that before in my entire life. When they did that in WandaVision and Vision talks about that and he's like, and I was like, oh my god, I've actually never thought of something like something like that. That blew my mind. I've never actually thought of something like that. You? Yeah, man. Yeah, pal. Sure, pal. Don't you love when, like, something that you've known that's, like, kind of interesting is in a TV show and everyone thinks it's, like, revolutionary? Oh, yeah. (coughs) Man, I've, like, I'm, like, deep on Greek mythology. Like, Percy Jackson 1, Percy Jackson 2, Percy Jackson 3, and, like... If you really were a Percy Jackson fan, you'd know the title of the books. Uh, The Lightning Thief, Sea of Monsters, Clash of the Titans, Titans Clash, something like that. For... I think it's Titans Curse or something. I think it's... um, I am Titan. Which was it? Did you read the series after the main Percy Jackson one? The Greek one or the Egyptian one? The Greek one. Well, they like introduce Roman stuff but they still mm. have all the original I didn't Percy read Jackson either. characters. Oh. <laughs> Cuz there was the Percy Jackson like and the Olympians. And the Olympians and then there was the next one. Yeah. Which and I liked those ones. I think I started the Egyptian one but I never actually finished all the Percy Jackson books. I got to I the didn't third do the one. Ones That's why I don't know the name of the fourth or the okay, fifth one. Nice. Um I used to love those books and then I stopped reading well yeah you forgot though how to read yeah one bonk on your head and you i didn't forget how to read i just like fell out of love with reading then why do you keep asking me what things say what you keep going what does that say when it's i'm trying to do a joke yeah but i was i knew that i was going along with the joke i was giving you an opportunity to give a funny example i hope you eat eat bubble gum and then turns you into a blue boy. <laughs> I hope you better did blue bubble gum and turn you a blue boy. I just like there's a lot of hostility on this episode. I say we just like let's talk about some positive things like Charlie finding the golden ticket. Winner, winner, we've got a winner. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we should talk about the golden ticket phenomenon. <laughs> sure. Um, mostly because I think it's pretty well done in this movie. How it like they show how it like has influenced multiple different avenues of life, like mm. a hostage situation, or like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you'll get your you... husband back if you give up your Wonka your case. box of Wonka bars and she's like let me think about it <laughs> um like auctions and like which the queen bets and, on uh... well of course that greedy bitch <laughs> oh my god she's horrible <laughs> and it was the same one back then yeah as the one that you know I guess we've got that scumbag in there now but <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you had such strong opinions about the British royal family. Well, you know, there's like the fact that they're like not good. Mm. Yeah. And they're like fucking wild. And like the thing with the royal family is like Harry and William are not related. So there's some sort of there's something going on there. Princess Di was doing something. Um, because you, I don't think you can have a ginger and a bald guy in the same family. I mean, I'm a ginger and a bald guy. Not really. <laughs> um, and like one of them's hot, one of them's not. Which one's hot? Harry. Yeah, okay. Um, and also like... When I went on a trip, I got a frostbitten penis. Right? Was that good? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Is that that was good. That's good. That sounded like him. I think you actually should like open up a cameo and fake being. My him. name's Prince Harry, and I have a frostbitten penis. My penis went from extremely sensitive to absolutely numb in a matter of seconds. Ooh, wow! You, uh, okay? <laughs> you okay? Are you? Hey, look at me for a second. Eye contact, pal. No, I'm not over there. Go to your right. To your right. That's your left. To your right. To your right. More. Stop. Stop. Right there. You okay, pal? (laughs) He shook his head very sad. I think I need to get some work done. Just tighten tighten these eyes up a little bit. I'm starting to bag. Get a couple injections. You know, maybe a little bit of this. Yeah, that'll look good. Maybe a little bit of this. Maybe just maybe just a slight lift here. Just a slight lift. Yet another visual gag mm. from Calder on the pod. You're the one that doesn't want to do video because you don't want That's people to see true. that you record all of these with your bottoms That's open. <laughs> That's true. We set a camera up right here. We put the camera right here. It gets my ear and all of you. I like that. And I'm fully in the nude. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't like that you lie to the people about how your current state. <laughs> state what was the man who s- was selling cleavers? Like he had a, a cart with a bunch of cleavers on it outside the Wonka factory, and he was like, oh. "Beware the little men," <laughs> or something like that. I think he was supposed to be like an ex-employee or something. Oh, because uh, there is a thing in the new one where like people used to work there but then it got closed down and then they don't know how it's still going Mm. um but i don't really know i think he was probably just like a creep um (laughs) sure 
It was just weird. He had a cart, and it was, like, almost entirely filled with cleavers. And I was like, what is that? Well, like, the thing is, like, back then, like, you kind of... you We could kind of see it in the movie where, like, you know... Things cost, like, 15 cents. Yeah. Do you think if I gave you four days, you could find something to buy that costs 15 cents? If you gave me how much time? Four days. I think I could find something for 15 cents in four days. From where? Thrift store? I think everything there is, like, at least a dollar. Well, here's my thing. Actually, I don't know, man. I don't think you could find something that costs 15 cents. So here's the thing. Let's reset the economy. Wait, does it have to be at a store? Because I could probably just find someone who's willing to give me something for 15 cents. Yeah, but that's cheating. I did, from a thrift store one time, get like an art print for 50 cents. Because there was no... For 50 cents. Five zero. Because there was no price on it. So they were like, just take it for 50 cents. And I was like, okay. How did you pay for it for 50 cents? Do you have two quarters? No, I just used credit. Really? Wow, I'm surprised they did that transaction. I didn't just buy that. Oh, sorry. You made it sound like you did. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, so sorry you have. Uh, sorry you have. Sorry um, you have little. Tell me your Canadian. Ears, telling me your little Canadian. ears. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God. Tell me your scumbag without telling me your scumbag. Hi, my name's Calder Amos Wood. Check your pillow tonight. What, is there going to be tooth under there? <laughs> Shit. There's going to be something you will not be expecting. <laughs> what? A brand new car! Whoa! Yeah, thanks, man. And a golden ticket to Caldi's Chocolate Factory. And it's all poop. Why would I do that, man? That's just like you, up oh, your alley. You think the worst of me. Just that's just like more up your alley, or sorry, up your assy, because it's poop. So, Uncle Joe, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Joe, could be an uncle, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, bit of a scumbag. Yeah, kind of like an absolutely horrendous man. Is this yours? Yeah, it's my phone again. Guys, guys, here's the thing. I know that it's my phone going off because I have a very specific vibration rhythm on my phone that I set. And I know it's not yours because I've heard your vibration go off on your phone. But every time my phone goes off, you're looking around like you're you're looking for the holy grail. You're like, what's over there? What's over there? Um, Sorry, but it's a little distracting to have a cell phone present and popping the fuck off while we're recording you know what i find distracting what looking into your eyes okay that's fine <laughs> i think that's part of it part of the show yeah is that you look at me yep you know what's not part of the show what <laughs> whatever's going on okay on let's phone. see who the perpetrator is then you're absolutely horrendous drug deals and it's my brother of course I'm accurate still um Grandpa Joe, is he a bit of a scumbag that tries to lead Charlie down the wrong road? I don't think he tries to lead him down the wrong road. They do the fizzy bubbly pop floater levitation That's juice. Tr that is true. And actually, I was thinking about at the end, Grandpa Joe is very quickly like, let's just go give Slugworth 
Like, Grandpa yeah. Joe is the one that told Charlie, like, Slugworth's a bad guy. Yeah. But then he's like, let's go give Slugworth this, um, what, the impossible jawbreaker? What was it called? I, the, the, whatever it was. Uh, I don't remember, because here's the thing. They say a lot of words in this movie. Like, there's probably more than a hundred words that they say, and, like, I could not keep track of most of them. Yeah. My mental capacity right now is, like, around... Four. Yeah, I was gonna say about four years old. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna I say about four the words. Capacity of a four-year-old. I was gonna say four, you can fit four words in there. And I think the reason for that is a lot of, we'll say it lightly, but violent, violent head trauma. Wow. Yeah, and mostly self-inflicted as well. Yeah, because it's like, what's the point unless you put roadblocks in your own way to get over them? That's Here. the real alpha grind set. If you want to be an alpha, cut your arm off. Because mm. then that makes life harder. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's give a little bit of like a, like an example. People won't be able to see it, but they'll probably be able to hear it. G- give a little example of the head trauma. Yeah, here we go. Didn't expect you to actually hit your head. I thought you were going to hit somewhere else. Oh, wow. He is out. He He's staring into space. He cannot... He's not, you know what? He'll snap back in at some point. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep talking about Grandpa Joe. Maybe he'll like snap back. You know what? He'll probably trigger it. He'll probably come back in once I talk about Grandpa Joe standing up. When uh, Grandpa Joe snapped into his body because uh, he hears that he can go on a little trip. And after 20 years of not leaving the bed, even though his legs would definitely be mush by then, no muscle tissue at all in there, lying in a bed for 20 years straight, he stands up and sings a song, dances around. Called, are you back? Called, buddy, you back? And he's not here. Anyway, I don't think Grandpa Joe's a big... Uh! <laughs> He's back. Welcome back, pal. You okay? Yeah. Um, Are you down to three brain cells now, or what? what's the deal? Have you... Are you um, Are you cooking marshmallows right now? Nope. Smells like it. <laughs> um, so they sign a contract mm-hmm. with a couple feather quills. Yeah, once they get it, once they get into the chocolate factory, yes. Um, I like that. <laughs> I like having people sign away their life rights. I do like that. Uh, there's not really any fine print, but the main print just gets really small. <laughs> you could say the, the main the print gets fine, <laughs> but don't say that because that would make you sound like an idiot. No, that's why um, I didn't say it. Yeah, Grandpa Joe's like all around a scumbag. He's living off his family for 20 years with three other fucking pieces of garbage. The, the only thing that makes him not a scumbag is that he's like one of the only people in Charlie's life that seems to be like, like to get excited with him about things and like give him hope. But if you think about it, Charlie doesn't get the golden ticket from that chocolate bar. Like, literally, the guy at the candy store grabs a different one than the one he grabbed. Then Grandpa Joe's still a bit of a scumbag because, like, he just got Charlie's hopes up for nothing. Yeah, if I if you could pick one fictional character for me to go in the ring with, KSI Logan Paul style, 
It'd probably be Grandpa Joe. And yeah. I'd knock that fucker out. Not someone evil like um, Hitler? No, he's going to beat me. <laughs> he's in the military. Yeah. But he's also like coked out on heroin. Yeah, and that's going to make it harder for me. He's also wasn't he also like five foot two? You're like six five. I don't think Hitler was five foot two. Okay, Google. How I think tall Napoleon was, was Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler is one point seven five meters tall. Now we got a fucking. Okay, oh. Google, convert one point seven five meters into feet. Five foot eight. Okay, yeah. So you're you're literally like seven inches taller than him. You're gonna yeah, but he's got so many occult objects. He's got the Ark of the Covenant. He's Dude, got the Tesseract. You're gonna swing your arm, bop him on the top of the head. His head's gonna go through his pelvis. That mustache probably gonna come flying off too, because everyone knows that was fake. <laughs> yeah. The only real mustache person person who had a real mustache like that was Michael Jordan for like two days. I was gonna say Charlie Chaplin, but no, that was fake. And there we go. That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we we were briefly talking about this, and then we moved on to Grandpa Joe being a scumbag, but I don't want to talk about Grandpa Joe anymore, so let's go back. Uh, the phenomenon of everyone finding the golden tickets. So Augustus finds it just because he eats a lot, which is fine. But then yeah. Veruca finds it because her dad pays for, like, hundreds of workers... 760,000 chocolate bars they went through. Yeah. And they just throw the chocolate bars away. Fun fact. Mm. Those chocolate bars were actually wood because it was cheaper to make wood that looks like chocolate than to actually have a bunch of chocolate bars. I mean, I would have assumed it was something other than chocolate, but interesting that it was wood. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) You know, the way that they do some of these things sometimes is pretty interesting. <laughs> way to say something that adds nothing. <laughs> Did you know the river was water and food coloring and apparently very stinky? You know what I have to say about that? And cold. Very interesting how they do these things that turn out one way and also another way. Did you know that in the chocolate room, a third of the props were edible? Really? Yeah. Cool. Very interesting. <laughs> well, I guess they had to have the act, like the actors actually eat some of it, so it makes sense. There was one point where Willy Wonka kicked some very clearly balloons, and you were like, wonder what those are. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was very It's kind of like the end of the original murder of the, on the Orient Express, where they're like plowing through the snow because they've gotten it figured out or whatever they got the train moving again but the, yeah. it moves like a bunch of foam because it was just suds <laughs> like it, they literally just blasted like so, like bubbles into the, in front of the train so it would look like snow uh, interesting but it but just, it's like, very clear yeah it just spread apart like there was soap in a dishwasher <laughs> dishwasher 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 Dishwasher. I don't know what you're doing. Dishwasher. I think he's trying to put me in a trance, but it's not going to. It's not going to work. Dishwasher. He's in a trance. I could make him do anything I want right now. 
Tell me I'm a good guy. Tell me I'm a good friend. You're a good guy. You're a good friend. You didn't mean it. Um. <laughs> wow, you're uh, you're really going crazy this episode. About? <laughs> you're a, you're a, you know what? You're a bad guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. I don't know what. Like, could we? Should we just go through parts of the movie? I don't find like. I really don't find a lot of the stuff that happens to the kids all that interesting, if I'm being honest. It does. Here's the thing. It's like, I think it's a pro and a con of the movie that like the bad things that happen to the kids is kind of just treated like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh no, Augustus is stuck in the like pipe. Oh no, oh no. But it's kind of because Willy Wonka's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's multiple times where a kid is, like, doing something bad. And he's like, no, stop, please. Hey, please don't do that, please. And he's like, ah, police, fire, hell. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's very, like, that kind of lens. Because I hadn't seen this version of this movie or this, like, any version of this movie in, like, quite a while. So I kind of forgot a lot of it. But, like, pretty early on, I was kind of like... I wonder if, like, this Slugworth guy, or the guy who was pretending to be Slugworth, I was like, maybe that's not actually him. The guy who looks and like a Nazi. Whole, yeah. <laughs> and this whole thing is just, like, planned by Willy Wonka to, like, find out which kids are, like, trustworthy or bad. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happens. So then, obviously, that's reinforced by him clearly not really caring about the kids. Um but there's, I don't know. Uh, there's one thing. Actually, here's what we'll say. We'll give final verdicts. I'll bring up this one last thing, and then we'll get into questions. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. Final verdict. I think it's very whimsical. I think a lot of the effects are cool. Mm-hmm. The way that they have rendered this world is very interesting, and I like how they show the effects of the golden ticket race on society. But I think it's just like a little okay, and like I don't know. I'm. It's not as like fun or whimsical as i remembered it being mm. but i think it's a good kids movie to let the imagination run mm-hmm. <laughs> but also has a weird slow beginning anyway yeah uh i would say overall thoughts are um it's a fantastical movie with like a lot of whimsy uh but there's also like some weird and creepy stuff mm-hmm. which kind of like I think it just kind of adds to the wonder because it's like, what is going on? Um, but overall, I think that it's like a good movie mm-hmm. and I think it's like fun and like exciting to like peep into this world of pure imagination. Of pure imagination. That being said, I do think that like it is a little slow. I do think that it's like. I think that once we get into the chocolate factory. It's, like, a bit less slow, but it's also kind of, like, we're just going from spot to spot. We're just going from kid getting eliminated to kid getting eliminated mm-hmm. um, without much, like, build-up or excitement around it. It's kind of just, like, and now Mike TV's in the TV and now he's gone. Yeah. And now Veruca went down the egg hole and now her father's gone, too. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just, like, go next to next to next. Um, and we actually do not see any of the kids or their parents ever again. So, like, who knows? Maybe they're fucking dead. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, like, 
I'm not going to say it, but yes, I wish they were dead. <laughs> okay. Um, My favorite thing is uh, when you say, I'm not going to say it, and then say exactly what you're not going to say. Uh, something that you said that you said I shouldn't say while we were watching the movie is that this reminds you of your favorite, I'm not going to say mogul, but uh, CEO, founder, all-around chill dude, Elon Musk. This is what you said. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you were like... Willy Wonka is what Elon Musk thinks he is. Yeah. Which I think is very funny and I agree with. Where he's like, I am a whimsical inventor genius. I'm just a silly guy. Yeah. And it's like, but what what is he more accurately like? The fucking guy from Saw? Jigsaw? (laughs) Jigsaw? (laughs) Yeah. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think he's more like... Oh, actually, he's more like Veruca's dad. Sure. Just yeah. putting a bunch of... I, it made me, like, a little well, sad. Well, no, he would fire most of them. Well, yeah, but he said, like, whoever finds it gets one extra dollar. Well, yeah, because they were probably making, like, a dollar. Yeah, but it's one extra dollar. Yeah, but a dollar back then... I know a dollar back then was, like, way more. Yeah. But, like... I think it's also intended to be like he's not actually like giving that much. No, he's they're getting an extra dollar an hour on their No, no, no. He said an extra dollar. He did cuz I was pay, listening specific- in your pay package. Yeah. In their pay package. So they're getting I assumed it was like a $1 bonus, not $1 an hour extra. No. It was one dollar. I think it's one dollar an hour. I I felt like I was listening for them to say that, and it well, was British people are like famously like, um, not to disparage the royals again, but stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, like, anyway, was, my point is, I I do think it's funny to, that like the idea that Willy Wonka is who Elon thinks he is, and then Veruca's dad is who he actually is. Because yeah. I also felt a little sad for the girl who found the golden ticket and was so excited, and then Veruca's just like, "That's mine! I found it!" And it's like, get, let the girl who found it have it, guys. That's so true. What I do find interesting, also now that I think of it, yep. How is it that all five tickets were found by a child? What do you mean? All five tickets were found. Well, adults don't eat candy. Disagree. But also they weren't. Yeah, they were. No. Veruca's wasn't. Yeah. There's a child in the family. So that's the one exception, and then they gave it to the child. But, like, Augustus found it. Like, like, was it a rule that it had to be a child that was the guest? Yeah, I think you go to jail if you put that on there. <laughs> True. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, what are the odds that it's five children? Like, I think pretty good because it's like candy. I guess so. And like back then, like adults didn't eat candy because like there hadn't been this thing where like millennials are like reclaiming candy. <laughs> <laughs> The reclamation project of candy. <laughs> uh, we're reclaiming the candy aisle. <laughs> Millennials stand up. You can have Swedish fish if you want. You don't have to let anyone allow you to. If I meet someone and they're like, my favorite candy ever of all time is Swedish fish. They're a murderer. Yep. Which kid are each of us? I think I mean I think we talked about it during the thing. You I said you're a little bit Augustus. 
not mm-hmm. because of like eating a lot. I think just like well, the vibe. You know? Interesting. <laughs> you should I'm Jarman? Well, he's just like he's not like a bad kid. He's just kinda like doing his thing. Was he East or West Germany? I don't know. You know, Berlin Wall? Overrated. Okay. You been there? Um no well it doesn't exist anymore, so but you've been like at the site. Well, I just like, like, because you wouldn't just say something I've like that without of, having firsthand I, experience. I, I've got a lot of independent researchers working on this for me, mm. and they've been giving me a lot of information that points to the fact that it is a little overrated. The Berlin Wall. <laughs> I've got researchers saying that this is the opinion. My sources are telling me that actually was kind of beta. Well, I've got some sources saying that you're a silly guy, so... I'm a little silly goose. Who do you think I am? I think you are... In between, like, Mike TV and... Charlie. Thanks, man. Thanks for comparing me to the media addict and the guy you called an NPC. I say it how I see it. (laughs) I would... Honestly, that... I feel like that's a nice combo. But if you're going to... Because I don't think you're solely Augustus. I think you're probably also a little Mike TV. I've never been violent in my life or I'll kill you if you say that again. I'm not referring to the gun part. If you could invent a candy, what would that candy be? Hmm. Probably, you know, the nerds ropes. Yep. It would be like a nerds rope that is like... BDSM, more like BDSM. No, it's just like strong enough to like hold my weight. And what are you doing with that? Let the imagination go wild. It, it imagination go and wild. Let your imagination run wild with that idea. What candy would I invent? It's got to be something that is versatile, but also has one use. <laughs> And also... (laughs) the opposite of versatile. (laughs) Continue. It's got to be very, very broad, but also specific. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't know. What kind of candy would I like? I like Reese's Minis. You like Reese's Minis. So what if it it was like a big Reese's Mini? What if it was like a Reese's Mini that like... Kind of like the everlasting gobstopper? Mm-hmm. Oh, like you could, every time you bite into it and swallow it, it gets replaced by the... Yeah. That's good. Or it's like a tree that grows them. Or like a bush. Oh, that would be good. So I like go in the backyard and I like pick them off a berry bush. And then I just sit down in front of that fucking thing and I... Can I change my answer? Nope. Because nerds rope core is licorice isn't it i don't know i don't eat things like that. me neither i've literally never had a nerd's rope in my life so i don't know why i answered that way interesting my favorite candy is marshmallow bananas so i'd probably have like a marshmallow banana tree or like wow literally like copying me i'd have a bed made out of a big marshmallow banana (laughs) and and while i'm sleeping i go yummy if you could uh, build a mystical factory that made anything, sole purpose was to make a thing. Not like a specific thing, but like he makes candy. What would your th- candy be? I 
Mine would probably be like those pens where you can like look inside of them and then it's like a naked woman. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I loved? I love those pens that you could like pull out like a little scroll. There's a little calendar. You could probably <laughs> yeah. put a naked woman on that too. I would like have those pens and then I'd uh, draw little pictures. Some people use those to like write test answers on them so they could like refer yeah, to them. Yeah, but those people are scumbags. Agreed. Yeah. I just drew little little guys on there. You know, everyone was cheating in COVID on their tests. Really? I never did. Nice. I don't Proud know why. I probably should have, but I was just kind of like, you know, let's get the accurate test results here. Yeah. Let's see if I am a piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> Yeah, absolute trash. Can or I be I'm, honest? I'm a good guy. Not to do a little bit of a humble humble brag here. Yeah, there's nothing you could probably brag about. But, like, I don't think in my life I have ever intentionally been like, I'm just going to cheat real quick at, like, almost anything. Like, I genuinely cannot think of anything. And that's why you're so far, far behind. Probably. Everyone's cheating these days. Everyone's doing things that are crazy unethical. <laughs> And they're doing these things, and I don't know what to say when I see them. <laughs> but they're doing these things, and it's crazy what's going on, and like the way that things are happening, and like mm -hmm. the things that people are doing these days. And that's why you and I will never be billionaires. I'm pretty close, though. Like not not like in terms of like not t in terms of like liquid. Obviously, not in terms of liquid. not not in terms of like assets. But you mean in terms of mindset? Yeah, because like. If you think about it, I could like start a business tomorrow, probably sell that for like 200 million because that's just like the sort of like connections I have. Yeah. And then I put that in a bank. Um, that's 200 million cash. I put it in some very smart investments, make probably 20, 30% a year on that. And then I'm pretty close to a billion. But really what I'm going for is a trillion. And this is just like a building block. I could probably do this in the next two years if I needed to. But like, really, it's like if if you had a tip for anyone who wanted to become a trillionaire, uh, just like you will be, what would the tip be? It's more of like it's in your soul and it's a judgment thing from God where it's like if you're worthy and if you're like, a you know, chosen by him, you'll make the money. And I have been, obviously, because look at what we're doing. <laughs> You know, like this is innovative. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever done a podcast before. Not like this. Not like this. And not, not about movies. And there's never been a podcast host quite like me who like is white, practices is straight, what he preaches, male, you know, you know, follows the word of, you know, not the Lord, but... <laughs> Whatever else might come across me. <laughs> okay, you've lost me. I've <laughs> You're just kind of letting me go, and I don't know well, where to go. Because I was just going to wait until you stopped, and then you did not. <laughs> um, What's the next Quessy? Probably where you'd want Adam Driver to be. Um, Honestly, I feel like he'd honestly probably make a, an interesting Wonka. You always say he should just be the main character of the movie. N well, no, no, I don't. Pretty much. Dude, what was the last episode? Karate Kid. Yeah. What did I put him as? I Danny forget. LaRusso. Oh, no. yeah. Okay, but the time You put him as like For everybody wants coach. some, I put him as like... Oh, yeah. I put, yeah, exactly. I put him as the, the Cobra Kai coach in the last one. And then in Everybody Wants Some, I put him as uh, 
Jim uh J- Jim Jim Jarmusch. Jim Latrugia J J J J Niles? J Niles. What the hell are you talking about, man? <sighs> Jay Triano is what I was trying to say. Who's that? I'm pretty sure he's like an old Toronto Raptors coach. <laughs> wow. Um but anyway, my point is that you just slandered me and said something completely. I think false. you should be the teacher. That would actually be fun. That would be a pretty fun one. I thought the teacher was a funny character. Yeah. He'd be pretty You say good. Wonka, I say teacher. One of us is an innovator. One of us is derivative. You guys can you guys can pick. Where do you want to rank this? It's an excellent question. Um, I'm honestly not sure. Because I do think the movie's good and I do like it. But also... Uh-oh. You know? No, I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> Let's let's actually comparing it to last week's movie, Which The Karate Kid. Karate Kid. What, what, do you think it's better or worse than The Karate Kid? I don't like it as much. Okay, same. Um, but not. It's not like by a wide. I think it's probably in the Monty Python area. Okay. I think this is about the same as Monty Python. Above or below? Um, maybe like above. I'd put it, you want to put it below the Batman, above Monty Python and the whole Yeah, game? I think that's good. Because, like, here's the thing about this one is that, like, it's, like, how it, the way it um, happens is really the, not quite the interesting part, but the way that they it's happening to them is more of the interesting part in how the movie works and, like, the ways that the characters interact and that. Um, and those interactions are really key to the fact that they everyone's not really sure what's going on. <laughs> and really. so Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is sitting at 28 on the list <laughs> under the Batman and above Monty Python and the Holy Grail next that, week. That was my impression of a guy who makes videos about why movies with women are bad. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a yeah. good impression. <laughs> uh, um. But, uh, yeah, next week we're doing Karate Kid with Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. Wow. Gonna be a shit kicker. Wait, wasn't it directed? It definitely produced, but wasn't it directed by Will Smith? No. Okay. I do not think Then it was definitely produced by Will Smith, though. Yeah. Um, um, I can look it up for you. Yeah, sure. Well, we can, we can save that for next week if we want well, it's to. it's too late. Oh, and he's looking it up. Ah. Oh, it's hurting my eyes. What is? Oh, no, it's someone else. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing that movie next week. I'm excited to compare and contrast it this to the original Karate Kid. And then I'm excited legend. to watch the Johnny Depp, uh, Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Compare it to them, this movie we just talked about. Um, is there anything else about the movie you want to touch on before we just close this puppy out? Not that you would allow me to bring up in front of our audience. Oh, I do actually have one more thing okay. that I feel like is pretty well known, but I'll say it anyway. Um, the the little like speech song that he, Gene Wilder gives on the boat, mm-hmm. where like there's a bunch of creepy images popping up, and everyone's like, ah! He's like, we don't know where we are going or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fully improvised, apparently, and uh, apparently the reactions of all the other actors are real because they were like, what the fuck is Gene going on about? Well, also in that um, in the last scene in his office, they rehearsed it where he's like a lot more calm. Mm-hmm. And then he just like went to like a thousand. A thousand. Yeah. Um, 
Do you know that Sean Levy directed the first Steve Martin Pink Panther? Didn't know that. We should have done Pink Panther. I should have picked Pink Panther. <laughs> if you... We could do it for horror movies next month. Sure. Oh, is that next month? Yeah. Wow. Well, I, can I be fully honest? Yeah. Not excited. Okay. You'll, you'll be fine. I'm just not a big horror guy. But if you are a big horror person, look forward to that. But that's not for a little bit. First, we got to wrap this episode up and do Karate Kid Jaden Smith <laughs> next week. Uh, you want to wrap it up? It's your episode. Um, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked my song or any other songs throughout this episode, please follow us on your podcatcher of choice. (laughs) Um, and maybe send Adam a little comment. I knew you were a scumbag since you were born. Maybe something like that. (laughs) And uh, we'll catch you next week with The Karate Kid, starring Jaden Smith, son of William, and Jada Pickett, brother of Willow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. All right, bye.